Well, we are moving on to our very exciting interview with Sarah McDougall, who is here to talk to us about her upcoming play, The Moon at the Bottom of the Garden, which she wrote, which is being performed as part of the Dunedin Arts Festival. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, I'm happy to be here. Thanks. No Thank worries. You. So can you tell us a little bit about the play? Sure. Well, Moon at the Bottom of the Garden is about um, five generations of women. Mm-hmm. Um, it follows a widgie, which was like the equivalent of a bodgy, which is like New Zealand's first teenagers, right. they were called, right. in a the widgie. 50s. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. it was like rock and roll, it was like jukeboxes because they didn't have iPads, so it's mm-hmm. um, at the milk bars and then parties and like these like um, hoon cars and different clothes from their parents which was the first time young right. people did that mm-hmm. so it was quite a rib- not like all teenagers did mm-hmm. in New Zealand and then but this was like the first kind of little rebellious section of teenagers mm-hmm. so it's about a widgie and she's a fiction mm-hmm. and it follows her life through to her great grandchildren right. and it's what happened to her when she was 16 being involved in a murder mm-hmm. there was a yeah. And that's where I use it actually is a true murder, mm-hmm. so I use fact as well as the fiction. So, but I make sure that she's a fiction because I don't want to upset mm-hmm. the families of the woman who's and the people who are still living. That's right. Yeah. And so, so it was a jukebox killing murder that oh. this widgie was involved in, and um, so it's how that's impacted her down the generations. Right. So, mm-hmm. what does it mean a jukebox killing? Well, uh, there was a true murder in um. A, somebody was knifed and died at a jukebox in Queen Street in a milk bar Mm -hmm. and it was the boyfriend of a widgie right okay they fought over her so one was Mm. stabbed and died and the other was hung for the crime wow wow so I was thinking Mm. you know how is that going to impact you yeah 16 year old girl that's right yeah yeah so I followed her Amazing. So it's sort of the real life inspiration for the fictional story. Yeah. Yeah. I was more interested in the woman uh-huh. story. Mm. The well, not, not exactly the yeah. killing, but yeah. how it might affect her. Well, yeah. like, the killing, yes, yeah. because that was like, you know, I, I mean, the men aren't on stage, mm-hmm. but they are treated with empathetically because they were like immigrants that wanted to get back home to England mm. and they were kind of outsiders. It, at that time, it was the six o'clock swill. It was full employment, but it was conscientious. Um, the conscriptions, mm-hmm. so like the young Kiwi guys really didn't like the bodgies, mm-hmm. the yeah. widgies guys, and they really didn't like English or Irish ones there, so there was a lot of rumbles and fights amongst them. So I just felt for those guys. Mm. Right, totally. So it sounds like there's a lot of really strong and like colourful women in this play. Did you take inspiration from any woman in your own life? Well, I just not. I mean, I've lived here. Hey, I just become a citizen yesterday. Woo, congratulations! Ooh. I've lived here 31 years, and um, you know, I, I trained as a counsellor. I took some time out and trained as a counsellor, and, and mm-hmm. did that for a couple of years too. Mm-hmm. But my heart beats best doing this stuff actually. Mm-hmm. But yeah. just watching family systems and the way people grow up, things are passed on, passed on. Your values, whether you whether you are a bodgies or widgies or you know a surgeon, you pass on your family values, mm-hmm. and they kind of get repeated down the generations mm-hmm. and I was just so families yeah I know a lot of families <laughs> I'm in a family yeah, and yeah. Um, so I just also the way women are with their mothers with their sort of mm-hmm. some estrangement some skipping generations liking the grandparents more mm-hmm. having favourites 
Interesting. And addiction threaded throughout. Yeah, and I mean, families and family dynamics is something that everyone can relate to. You know, everyone's got a family and no one's family is perfect. And there's, you know, so it's a sort of a universal theme, really, I guess, for the play. It is. Yeah. Fantastic. And as you mentioned, there is reference to a real event and um, starts in the 1950s. Did you have to do much of a research period before you could get into the writing? Well, I did. I actually, I've, well, I've been thinking about it for a couple of years, yeah. thinking about mm. starting it and then thinking, but how am I going to deal with the actual like ethics right. to write about these dead people and their family? Mm-hmm. How am I going to make them a thing? Mm-hmm. And I didn't really want to. I, mm. I'd use some of those, but... Mm heavy on the fiction mm-hmm. but I did a lot of research and then I wrote a Masters of Fine Arts the theatre studies so that was the first one Fantastic. I did for that yeah. so that enabled me to do a fair bit of thinking and mm-hmm. on you know deeper research I guess on how I would treat it yeah so what was the process of writing this play like as, as um, opposed to other plays that you've written? Well, the process is mm-hmm. other plays I haven't used real-life murders. Mm-hmm. They've all been total fiction. Mm-hmm. But the process of this was I actually looked at a couple of other playwrights and see how they'd treated um, fact mm-hmm. yeah. and what I did not want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And what I did want to do. Yeah, so... Fantastic. Kind of like a metaphor for how we treat people, I'd prefer, rather than get stuck in the sort of lascivious sort of mm. sticky, dirty <laughs> bits yeah. of yeah. blaming people, That's you know? That's right, mm-hmm. yeah. So you're the playwright, but you're also the producer of mm-hmm. this piece. So you were saying before that you haven't had a huge involvement in watching the rehearsals. Do you That's f- right. So you find the playwright, you hand it over to the director, and then it's theirs to look after. Is that yeah. your philosophy? Yeah, well, the thing is, they are, well, there's six really professional women yeah. who have acted for, you know, years and been involved in productions, and so I just trust their mm-hmm. skills and the fact that they really wanted to do it and the fact that they're talking about they want to tour it and, yeah. you know, thinking like investing a couple of years of their life in it, yeah. I feel good enough that the script can carry and they'll take it and add all their magic bits. Fantastic. Mm. And what an amazing cast it is. So do you have much <laughs> of a say in those actors or was it Julie's casting? It was it was um, mainly Julie's casting, yeah. Yeah, it was. Though Claire, um, Claire Adams, mm-hmm. she was involved from the first draft, from mm-hmm. the first reading. So had three readings, a profession, you know, uh, a, a, a reading with an audience at the Fortune, and then I had a workshop with um, yeah. Patrick. And so she's been along all for the ride. And then the other actors um, are... Uh, Rosella Hart, you know, mm-hmm. I just always, I can't remember, she was the best bit about, um, um, oh, blimey, Hamlet, oh, with yeah, her being yeah. the Desdemonia, she was just such a nutty sort of jump, I just, she <laughs> really was great, I loved her, mm-hmm. and um, Julie knew Amy Abbott, she's playing like the young Widgie, so mm-hmm. she's known oh, her, fantastic. and how well that will cost, it was going to be Shirley Kelly was going to be um, Nana Rose, but she's fell sick, mm-hmm. uh, like about a month before rehearsal started, so then Cheryl Amos is in the play, who Julie knew has acted with, mm-hmm. she's in... Um, Whangarei, she's mm-hmm. flown down to do it but she, when Shirley fell sick, she said, why don't you ask about Irene Wood 
because she'd performed with her before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I phoned her agent and I asked her and I sent her the plane and she said yes so <laughs> fantastic she's lucky, yeah. outrageous fortune yeah. and you know really go girl yeah. she's oh my god they're so wonderful to watch <laughs> I'm excited I'm really excited yeah. Yeah. so it sounds like a few of them have worked together before yeah so that's awesome for the chemistry and the working relationship it's really good like family bonded sort of sparky arguing about this and that and you yeah. know but loving it it's really good cool yeah yeah uh, and so you you get to see it tomorrow. Is it like the first the first time you get to see the run through? It's the first time I see a run tomorrow. I've seen them do little snips. Mm. I saw there was one that I had sort of just moved around one section of um, dialogue um, at the ending, and they thought I might need to add something else there. And I said no, we don't. And so I just explained my positioning mm. of it because mm-hmm. something because I do write things. I mean, th- it deals with some sort of some you know heavy duty matter, but mm. it's like. It, it, it's or you could laugh, but there's something going on underneath that's yeah. not really funny, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I've watched them just read that rewrite of that, and you know they just totally got it and did it beautifully. And so, you know, I don't, I, I think I, they, they know their business. I know it is a brand new script, so a first, you know, a premiere is like its first blood, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is going to be like the magic of doing it first. Though, really, you know, it takes a couple of, takes some time yeah. to hone a play for a long time. To, mm-hmm. So, but you're going to have it all fresh and just, yeah, oh, exciting. Amazing. Very cool. And, and because there's, oh, sorry, sorry Emily. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's such a, you know, wide variety of ages and backgrounds and such a large cast, I imagine that would be a really amazing experience as an actor. Yeah, and you don't really get all that many um, plays with a range of ages. Mm, that's right. All women yeah. as, you know, and I do write for women mm-hmm. because I, you know, you know, it's just normal if it's all male with a woman appendage that, sort of thing right. on the yeah. side. And and men do exist in it, and I love men. I live with one. <laughs> I've got a couple of sons. <laughs> so it's, I'm not anti-men. It's just I, you know, in my writing as a feminist, I like writing juicy parts mm-hmm. for women of all ages mm. and I like writing about women that I don't really see very much mm-hmm. that's right because yeah. they are kind of like of a different class maybe mm-hmm. and that's really refreshing to see because as you said there is not many you know plays out there for like women or just about women primarily anyway yeah mm. I feel Something. like the, a lot of the storytelling in our generation, you know, films, television, theatre can be focused on quite a young male audience. So I definitely feel like it's an amazing thing for a female writer to make a commitment to writing those really juicy, interesting and complex parts for women. Yeah. Yeah, well, I want to. I like seeing them. I write what I want to see and yeah. who I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to do it, yeah. Write a production you'd go to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. So your production is on at the art gallery space. Yeah, in the auditorium. Auditorium. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. I've never seen a production there, actually. Well, I've I've actually had two in there. Mm -hmm. And um, this time I've got... um, I've been really well prepared and cared for, you know. I've got Mm -hmm. a a friend's... um, a set designer and he's um, actually he's from Christchurch but I mean he's done 60 designs and oh. so I, I've just got 
So I've got his set design. I've got mm-hmm. someone building it. Awesome. I've got a gorgeous lighting design, and oh. I've got like bleachers. So we're actually making a blooming theatre in the auditorium. <laughs> you know, we sort of building like three loads of tiers of seats wow. and a set, and but. You know, it might have been easier if another theatre had picked up, but hello, <laughs> I'm doing it. I mean, the thing is, if no one, if you want to do something that you like, that you believe in, mm-hmm. then do it. Yeah. Because if someone ain't going to do it, you know, up them. They can do what they want, but there's enough. I've got an audience, and there are enough people that want to, you know, every yeah. voice is important, and people will come and see this. Totally. So have you found it sort of a positive experience putting this play together, that people are willing to help out and you know go the extra mile to make it make sure that it happens yeah well i mean i got the funding mm-hmm. from, uh, and which is quite rare to get isn't it mm-hmm. yeah. creative new zealand i've yeah. got creative new zealand funding for it yeah. and um well when i when i put it's actually show your cv i mean i've uh-huh. done a play every four years uh-huh. and they've always got houses mm. and you know it is a mission to tour things but now i've had my children leave home i'm in a position where i feel like i totally want to go with this mm-hmm. totally that's awesome, yeah. I love that proactive attitude. I feel like a lot of theatre practitioners in New Zealand have. It's like we're we not going to yeah. wait around for someone to pick it up. Go out and make it ourselves. Yeah, make your work, isn't it? If you, you want work, you want something mm. juicy, make your own work. Exactly. Fantastic. Awesome. Um, so if people want to come and see the show, which sounds really exciting, they can get tickets from a number of places. I think you've um, said that you're selling tickets directly off your Facebook page, um, yep. which is Moon at the Bottom of the Garden. If mm-hmm. you just look that up on Facebook, it should um, come up. Uh, otherwise, you can get them straight from the Dunedin Public Art Gallery or from Ticket Direct through the Regent box office. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Fantastic. Great. And as we mentioned, this is part of the arts festival. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you're really excited to see? Other productions? Well, I want to see Sisters in Arms by my Mm -hmm. friend Jessica. Actually, Mm -hmm. she was in one of my plays, Up the Duff, that toured. Oh, awesome. So she's doing um, with a... um, She's just come back from um, Belgrade. Mm -hmm. So she's doing like... She's done a, a... you know a show with them Mm -hmm. and they're coming over and they're doing it here so Mm -hmm. that's on for four nights so I'm going to go and see hers and I don't know what else but I know I'm definitely seeing that I've been so caught up with what I'm doing I've just been putting the passion into that yeah yeah awesome and this is this is on the first night of the um the opening night of the Arts Festival as well, which there's is very only, exciting. There's only 24 tickets left. <gasps> oh, really? Wow, yeah. getting yeah. quick. Yeah, that's for, well, that's for, for the opening, opening night. night. Yeah, right. Cool. Yeah. So it runs from the 10th of October to the 19th of yeah. October? Yeah. We're going to have Monday off. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But on Thursday, we're going to do two. Okay. And on th- Plus, also, I want to put it out, that if there's anybody that's got no money that's broke, mm-hmm. they could Facebook and they could come to the dress rehearsal because I think it's oh, mean cool. if people can't come. Mm-hmm. And if then anybody's sort of not got 20 bucks, well, there is a, through Facebook only. You can't get it at the regional or the art gallery. Mm-hmm. But if you go through Facebook and message me, you could get a ticket to that 1 p.m. matinee for 15 bucks. That's pretty Amazing. good. Amazing. Very cool. Yeah, and if there's a block of 10 of you, you could get, through Facebook, tickets for $20 each, if there's 10 of you together. Oh, fantastic. Cool. A lot of deals. Well, it sounds like I'm trying, you know, the thing is, there's like nine people working for three months, and yeah. we, we only get paid if we pay, if we've got 70% house. So. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Fantastic. Awesome. So head along either to Facebook, Ticket Direct, or the Art Gallery to pick up your tickets. Thank you so much for joining us, Sarah. Thanks. Good Thank talking you. to you two women. <laughs> Yay. All lady show. Yes. So the best of luck for the show, <laughs> though I'm sure you don't need it. Mm-hmm. And I will certainly be there. I'm very excited to see it also. Cool. Cool. So, thanks. Thanks, Sarah. All righty.